Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number siete. That's seven, in case you didn't know, where you took French in high school. Uh, episode seven of the Grit, Fitness, and Performance podcast. As always, I am your host, Christopher Sanchez. And today we are going to be talking about five ways that you are sabotaging your own success. A little self-sabotage coming at you. And they these things might not be you know, knowingly sabotaging yourself, but the things that you might be doing that are hindering your success nonetheless. Um, so let's dive right into it. And <clears throat> the first thing that you might be doing, or in this case might not be doing to self-sabotage your own success is simply not getting enough non-exercise activity. So a lot of people will just assume that if they get, you know, an hour training session in per day, that that like like that covers it. I have covered my activity base for the day. I don't really need to do anything else. And you know, while that's partly true, like you do need some dedicated exercise in order to help you lose fat, gain muscle, gain mobility, whatever your specific goals may be. But I don't think enough people realize that it's the non-exercise activity, the activity that you do throughout the day that is specifically not exercise, just you're walking, you're taking the stairs, um, just being active in general. It's that activity that really adds up over the long run. Like if I were to make a banking analogy, your workout would be like your paycheck, your big deposit. When you see it, you're like, oh, yes, awesome. Like that's so good. I need that. Like, you know, it's instant feedback, uh, makes you happy. But the non-exercise activity, the walking, um, you know, just being active throughout the day, that's like the interest earned on your account. And it has a very high interest rate. Like a lot of people don't realize that, but simply getting your 10,000 steps a day is going to be huge in terms of what it adds up to in the long run. So like one of the first things I'll tell people who are looking to um, drop their body fat is simply just be more active. Like you have to walk more, you have to, um, you know, park your car as far away as possible whenever you get to your destination. Not that that's a problem currently in quarantine, but when it ends, start parking far away. Um, maybe invest in a standing desk. Um, as weird as it sounds, when you're at your own, you know, the comfort of your own house, start sitting on the floor more often because that requires you to like maintain tension in certain muscles to um, keep yourself in a good posture. Plus, it's a really fantastic way to work on mobility without actually working on mobility. Um, and then just being aware, being cognizant of just being active throughout the day is going to be huge in terms of helping you achieve your goals. And by not being active throughout the day, you're really sabotaging your your own success. Um, so one of the ways you can you know start to fix this problem, if you think it might be a problem, is as dumb as this sounds to some people, schedule it. Schedule your activity. Set an alarm on your phone for every 10, 15 minutes and get your ass out of your chair and get up 
and move and walk around. Um, start getting into the habit of parking as far away as possible. You know where those douchebags with the nice cars will park and they'll take up four spots in like the way, way, way back part of the parking lot? Go park next to them and then walk into you know whatever store you're at. But you just have to move more, be more active. Not doing so will make a huge difference in terms of how fast or even if you get to reaching your health and fitness goals. So the second thing that you can be doing to sabotage your own success, and I feel like this one is a big one, especially in the time that we live in now, especially in the United States, is just consuming what I like to call hidden calories. And these are your calories in your salad dressings, your condiments, um, because not a lot of people know that foods like that really pack a wallet when it comes to um, calories. They have uh, added sugars. They have a high fat content. They usually have like a whole mess of just shit that you really don't want to be eating um, in those particular foods. And what can happen is I, I don't think enough people will actually measure out um, serving sizes for things like salad dressings and condiments. Uh, but what you'll realize if you actually do it, it's not a lot, uh, probably less than what you want. And it's a really sneaky way to add a lot of calories to your total daily or daily intake without you really knowing it. And uh, another way, um, kind of piggybacking off of that point is that, you know, these hidden calories can come in is simply just portion sizes. Not enough people know um, what a good and what a proper portion size is when it comes to their food, um, let alone all these additives like dressings and condiments and whatnot. So you might be thinking that you're being, you know, a healthy Helen by eating, you know, a handful of mixed nuts, when in reality, the serving size is like half of what you probably took. And yes, they're mixed nuts. And yes, they're, you know, good fats, so to speak, but it's still a lot of calories that you're eating um, that are going to add up over time. And that goes for basically just any high fat food. So, you know, maybe you eat a whole avocado instead of half, when in reality, you only needed half. Um, and I, I feel like the number one culprit for this is usually going to be salads. Like salads are typically labeled as a healthy food, but then you see people pack on, you know, um, nuts and cheeses and these high calorie, high fat salad dressings, and they turn what should be a nutrient dense, um, calorically sparse meal into, you know, a meal that's rivals like, you know, a quarter pounder with cheese from McDonald's in terms of calories. Uh, so you just, you really have to be aware of these things when you're eating them. So again, you know, the dressings, the condiments, be aware of your portion sizes, especially with those two things, because uh, it can really add a lot of sugar, a lot of fat, a lot of calories to your diet without you uh, really meaning to, even though you have the best intentions. And another thing that you could be doing that's really kind of adding the calories without you knowing it are these innocent little tastes and samples of food here and there. Now, you know, I know some people will say like, well, 
you know, moderation is key, so it's okay if you just have a bite here and a bite there. But if you are a habitual bite taker and you're just nonstop grazing on, you know, these bite-sized Kit Kats and, you know, a taste of the dessert that Mary brought into the office or whatever it may be, and you're kind of doing that multiple times a day every day for months on end, you know, well, kind of just like the the non-exercise activity that'll kind of compound and give you a high return um, on that activity. The same thing will happen with these kind of bites, except the high return will be on your waist and on your ass. And before you know it, you've got a few extra pounds on you because you like to sample and you have these little bite-sized candies at your desks and whatnot. And you know, while it might not be a lot of calories in the moment, over time, if you continue to do it, not necessarily the the best idea. So, just be aware of all those hidden calories throughout the day, especially in uh, you know any foods that are labeled healthy or whatnot. A lot of times they have a lot of hidden bullshit in them that you don't want to be eating. Uh, the next thing that you can be doing is uh, a lot of negative self talk, and I think if I heard myself saying this when I was like twenty years old, I would have called myself like a pussy, and um, you know I would have laughed in my face. Uh, just because I didn't, I wasn't a believer in like the whole negative self-talk and, you know, if you say your mantra and, you know, you look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself that you're a winner, like it'll actually work. Um, but you know, that's why you learn and that's why you continue to evolve as a person and educate yourself and listen to people who are smarter than you because it's actually been proven to work a hundred percent. Um, so if you're constantly telling yourself that, you know, you suck and you'll never lose weight and losing weight is so hard. And again, you can insert any goal here, but losing weight is just a very common one. Um, and I'm not making any progress and you know, this just isn't for me and, um, I'm terrible and you know, I'm just destined to be fat forever and this is so hard and I suck and blah, blah, blah. Well, over time, if you start, or uh, sorry, over time, if you continually tell yourself this, you're going to start to believe it. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, um, kind of morbid and dark example here, but like if you, if you raise a kid and every day you tell him he's a worthless piece of shit, he's going to grow up thinking he's a worthless piece of shit. Um, side note, if you're a parent, don't do that. Encourage your kid, tell them you love them, tell them good job when they fall down. Even if, uh, you know, they did something stupid and you're not proud of them, encourage them. They're going to love it. They're going to grow up to be a better person, but you're no different. If you're, in your own head telling yourself that you suck and you're never going to be able to do it, you're never going to be able to do it. You're already, you're setting yourself up for failure right off the bat without even trying. So like you, you have to start telling yourself that you can do it. Um, and you have to, you know, find ways to make yourself believe, um, that you're capable of doing whatever it is that you set out to be doing. It'll help increase your confidence. It'll help increase your self-efficacy, which is actually huge when it comes to, um, you being able to achieve certain types of goals. So like if you're a person who's just constantly glass half empty, um, lots of negative talk, like you have to knock that off. It's, it's really hurting your progress in the long run. So one of the things I'll tell you to do is, is, you know, when you do start off and you want to, um, achieve a goal, like celebrate any and all successes that you run into, no matter how small they may be. So if you lose half a pound in a week, like 
that's awesome. Tell yourself, good job. Give yourself a pat on the back. Tell yourself, I'm making progress. Like, I'm doing good. This is for me. Like, I'm going to see success if I keep this up. You have to build yourself up just like you would build up a little kid. Um, if you if you tear yourself down in every opportunity that you get, success is really going to be that much harder to achieve. And you have to realize, and I, I like more people need to hear this, but health and fitness goals are almost always a long-term thing. So you can set up short-term goals that you hit just to kind of keep motivation high, but realize that it doesn't matter if you want to get stronger, increase your deadlift, drop body fat, um, increase mobility. Like it's, it's always going to be long-term. Everything you do, health and fitness is always a long-term goal. So just keep that in the back of your mind. So you keep um, you know, your expectations in check and you kind of be real with yourself. Um, but again, build yourself up along the way. Tell yourself that, you know, you're awesome because you are, and, um, you know, you're going to be that much better off, um, you know, when you actually go to try to reach your goals. The next thing that you can be doing or maybe not doing to sabotage your own success is, you need to be aware of the company that you keep. So I don't know if you've ever heard the phrase that you are the sum of the, um, or you're the average of the sum of the five people who you spend the most time with. And I, I really think that's true. So if you're constantly hanging out with, you know, criminals who are breaking the law and doing drugs, chances are their behavior is going to run off on you and you're going to start doing meth. Maybe not meth, but you see where I'm going with this. So, you know, if your five best friends are, you know, breaking law and drinking alcohol and they're just like total degenerates, do you really think that you're going to be any different than that if you spend the most time with those people? No, you're surrounded by activities and you're surrounded by people who have a certain set of beliefs and a certain set of opinions on the way they do things and it's going to rub off on you a hundred percent. Now, flip that. If you surround yourself with very, you know, diet conscious people who work out several times a week, who do not drink alcohol, they have other means of, you know, being socially active, maybe they go bowling, I don't know. Um, but if you surround yourself with health conscious people who um, want to look good year round, who want to be strong, who want to move well, who, who want to better their health. Do you think that, you know, you're going to be drinking and engaging in all sorts of detrimental behaviors that are going to not get you to where you want to be to? I'd say no. I'd say you're going to be doing the things that they want to be doing. So, you know, if if you're really struggling to get to where you want to be to, take a look at who you're hanging out with on a daily basis. You know, do your friends support what you want to do? Um, does your spouse, uh, children, do they uh, encourage you? Are they kind of building you up to help you get to where you want to be to? Or are they tearing you down? And are they um, are they being enablers to shitty behavior and eating bad or not working out or whatever it may be. So if you're really struggling and you find yourself surrounded by, you know, these types of people who are tearing you down and kind of bringing you to a place where you don't want to be because it's not helping you get to where your goals are, the soulless, emotionless answer to that would be, well, simply get new friends 
Obviously, I know that's not as easy as it sounds, uh, but you may want to consider putting yourself in a position where you are surrounded by like-minded people. Um, so join a gym, uh, you know, look on Facebook for groups um, of people who are health conscious. You'd be, you'd be shocked at what you can find um, you know, on the internet as far as like support groups or whatnot. If you really wanted to find like, you know, a um, kilt wearing, kazoo playing, uh, mustache enthusiast group on Facebook, I'd bet you like $5, you could probably find that group. Uh, and then you and the two other people in it would be like really happy supporting each other. So put yourself in situations and put yourself in an environment where you are going to succeed because the people around you are like-minded and they want to do the same thing. And if you're not in that situation, you got to kind of give yourself, you got to look in the mirror and you have to reevaluate, you know, am I spending, uh, my time with people who are making me better? And if the answer is no, well then, you know, you have some soul searching to do. <laughs> and then the final thing to wrap this up, um, the self-sabotage episode is more training, specific um, and it's simply you are doing too much of what you like and not enough of what you need when it comes to a good training program there has to be a nice mix of doing the things that you need to be doing to get you to where you want to get to mixed with things that you like doing so obviously the things that you need to do are going to get you where you want to get to the problem is not a lot of people like doing what they need to be doing now the the benefit of doing what you like to be doing is it keeps you engaged it keeps you motivated because you enjoy doing those types of things so let's take me for example i like lifting weights i've been lifting weights since i was in eighth grade it's one of my favorite things to do and i absolutely love it um now one of the things that i probably need more of that i don't necessarily love doing is probably like dedicated mobility work i don't necessarily love running through mobility routines and kind of working on, you know, specific deficiencies that I may have in my body. But it's something that I probably need to be doing, especially as I'm getting older. Um, you know, it's one of the things mobility that as you age, it's going to start to diminish. So you like you have to take an active approach to kind of maintaining, if not increasing, uh, your current levels. Um, but, you know, your program and your goals are no different. You have to do some of the things that you need to be doing in order to get yourself to that next level. You can't always just do what you like. If you love yoga, you probably just can't do yoga five days a week. If you love running, you probably can't just run seven days a week and expect to get to where you want to get to. You have to mix in a few things. It's like paying taxes. No one likes paying taxes, but you have to do it. And then sometimes you get a really nice return and you're like, okay, maybe this paid off in the long run. Um, just start mixing in things that you need to be doing. You might not like it, but it will pay off in the long run, um, guaranteed. And that is it. Um, for this episode. So again, just to recap, you know, ways that you might be self-sabotaging your own success is you're not getting enough just general activity throughout the day. So get off your ass and move and get your 10,000 steps. Uh, you might be 
eating all those hidden calories, whether you're sampling, you know, things brought into the office or really overdoing it with portion sizes and condiments. Either way, you got to be aware of that. Uh, third thing is you're just too hard on yourself with uh, how you talk to yourself. Too much negativity. Uh, be positive. It'll it'll make a difference. Fourth thing, be mindful of the company you keep. Like-minded individuals who surround you will help push you to where you want to get to as far as your goal. And then, obviously, we just talked about too much of what you like in your own training program. Throw in things that you need to be doing. It should be like a 50-50, 60-40 split uh, when it comes to that. And then, you know, as long as you fix one or five of those things, you should be you know, in a better situation to help you get to where you want to get to as far as reaching your goals. Uh, So hopefully you picked up something from that episode. And if you did like the episode, or maybe you even like the entire podcast, go to iTunes uh, and leave a review. Tell everyone you love it. It's the greatest thing you ever heard. Subscribe to us. Tell your friends about it. Um, I don't know if you can leave a review on Spotify, but if you can, that'd be awesome. And then stay safe, as always, because we're still living in crazy times. And uh, with that, I will see you guys on the next episode.